how should you be focusing those workouts? Things that we should not be trying to do is PR, um, hitting it with the same level of like measuring our intensity the same way we did before, looking to do the workouts as RX. I like to think of it almost as kind of a, a checking the box mm -hmm. kind of a day. Like, hey, I got in there, I got some work done. I feel better than I did before I came in yep. kind of a situation. Yep. You can never, you know, base your successes or failures off of like that first day when you come back. Hmm. One of the worst things is when somebody's been gone for a long time, they come back and they try to do their workout and they're like, man, I just, I, I couldn't do it as RX and I just, I feel like crap. Well, no shit. Yeah. You've been gone for a month. Yeah. You know, give it some time, man. Mm -hmm. it, it, it will come back. But just let's be realistic about it. Yep. Welcome to episode 23 of a Community That Is Fit podcast. 23 22? 23. We did 22 last week. Okay. This is your host, Cody and Seth. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about our injury protocol or, uh, you know, coming back from injury. All things injury. Yes. So, one of the things I kind of share with my classes is... Uh, if we are using our bodies in, in any sort of kind of physical capacity, more than likely, something is going to manifest itself. For a lot of our athletes, maybe, you know, they, they played a high school sport or they were very active when they were younger, and then they went into the workforce, spent the next 10, 15, 20 years hunched over their keyboard, hunched over their car, their phone, right? What has happened is we've lived this really sedentary lifestyle and not to mention they're sitting at a desk. Yeah. So we've introduced now a sedentary lifestyle and now we come into a place like this and we try to, you know, ask big things of our bodies, like picking something heavy up off the ground, pushing it overhead, running, jumping, lunging. Maybe we haven't done that in a long time. Mm. So it is not uncommon for something to manifest itself that may look like, like an injury. And even, even with someone who has been exercising their whole life, injuries are still common. Sure. Just because it's, it's part of pushing your body. Mm -hmm. You want to get stronger, you want to get faster, you want to get in better shape, you're going to push yourself hard. There's always the um, risk of having something manifest itself. It's, a, it's that inherent risk, right, of using your body in a physical way. It's the same thing like understanding the risk that if I go and I hop in my car and I head down the road, there is a possibility that somebody is texting and driving and they swerve into my lane right most people get in a wreck sure most people are going to have something some form of an injury yep maybe it, not like something crazy but a little little twinge in the shoulder a little tweak of the knee yep so that brings us to um how we look at injuries i really like to look at injuries for myself and athletes as, as more of an opportunity here's a here's the perfect example we just did what about a month and a half ago, we did uh, the Grand Rapids games. Yep. I was dealing with a back, what I will call an injury leading up to that. It manifested itself in our very first workout. 
I do remember. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. We thought we were, we were, I mean, we were, we prepared for this for a long time. We've been doing this competition for, for four years. This was like what our fifth year. Mm, yeah. We wanted to do really, really well. After the first workout, uh, I couldn't lift 225 off of the ground because my back had blown up so bad. Mm-hmm. I was getting like a lower back pump, um, which not makes a, your not a good pump makes your back swell up, and it. I couldn't bend over to pick up an empty bar. After the first workout, we were sitting in 14th place. <laughs> not exactly where we we were seated second. Yep. Right. Not exactly where we thought we would end up. It became an opportunity for us to all right, we're going to have fun today. Let's see what happens. Throughout the rest of the day, we PR'd. Every single one of us ended up PRing our shoulder to overhead. Mm-hmm. We got you know, a max uh, a PR on unbroken sets of muscle-ups. There was a lot of good things that came out of the day, and we got to have some fun. Yep. After that, my training <clears throat> since then has not looked a whole lot like a typical CrossFit prescription. It hasn't looked a whole lot like um, constantly varied functional moves for relatively high intensity. It's been closer to a strength training program, developing athleticism and trying to put balance back in. Mm -hmm. I have gotten super, super strong. Yeah. Within like a a month and a half of just lifting. My back feels a whole lot better. Now I can start to introduce these things because I took about a six week break Mm -hmm. and I focused on, all right, I'm going to move really, really well. I'm going to focus on just moving weights. Um, and not trying to like hit hammer home at, with that intensity every single day. You took some steps back to move forward. Correct. Because if you would have came back from the Grand Rapids game and said, oh, I'm still going to do CrossFit, I'm going to hammer it every day, I'm going to fight through this back pain, where would you be now? I'm still fighting, yeah. still in pain, still having your back get blown up. Sure. As opposed to taking a step back, going a little bit slower, and now you're strong as hell and start incorporating some of the cross back into it, you'll be way ahead of where you would be. Yep. That's, that's the goal. And that's that, that growth mindset. We, we just posted a blog about this today, uh, which filming today, we just posted a blog about it, that growth versus kind of scarcity mindset, that growth mindset. And we've talked about this on a podcast before saying that this obstacle is here for me to learn something, or this failure is here for me to become better on the other side. Not, Oh, this obstacle must mean that I'm never supposed to exercise again or this is put in my way to show me that it's not worth it's not for me Mm -hmm. that's a that's that fixed mindset what we want to try to do is look at it like hey this thing happened now what can i learn from this situation and what can we do now to put me in a better position um for the future yeah a lot of you know if if it's if let's use a shoulder for example if it's a shoulder issue we now have six weeks to slow down, rehabilitate, and get your lower body hella strong. Yeah. 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 How is that not cool? A lot of people, you know, if it's a hip thing, we get to do the reverse for the upper body. Stronger people are harder to kill, (laughs) right? There's going to be a lot of really good benefits that translate from increasing your absolute strength Mm -hmm. as far as this whole functional fitness thing. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen the uh, video on YouTube, Good by Jocko Willink, look it up. It kind of is a kind of talks about the seeing things as opportunity, right? If your shoulders hurt, good. Yeah. Get a big squat. If your knee is bum, good. Get huge ass shoulders, right? Look at everything as an opportunity, not a setback. Instead of, oh man, my shoulders bum. 
I can't do this. I can't do the pressing today. It's in the workout. We got push-ups. I can't do push-ups today. I, I'm not going in. Say, no, I'm not going to use my shoulder. Man, I'm going to smoke my legs. Yep. My core is going to get rock solid. It's just a way of looking at it in a positive way instead of a negative way. And I think that there's, there's a lot of people who will look at something like that and they'll be like, oh, well, I'm just not going to go to the gym today. It's yeah. in some way going to be bothersome. Oh, yeah, they've got, you know, a total upper body circuit prescribed. I'm just not going to go in and not do anything. Yeah, but at the scale, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't be that guy or gal. Don't be it. So that's how you kind of look at, um, look at injuries as an opportunity. Now let's kind of get into if you get injured, if you are injured, coming back, how we kind of shape that around here. Yeah, so it would look like uh, the one thing I want to touch on is we're looking at, you know, a significant time off. And those there's different degrees of that, right? It may be I was on vacation for two weeks. I didn't exercise once. I sat on the beach and had drinks the entire time. It may be, you know, I'm just coming back from pregnancy. It may be, you know, a surgery mm -hmm. that we're coming back from. So there's different, uh, different lenses to kind of frame that in. The context, Yep. right? The next thing is understand that it's going to take a little while to get back. We like to think, you know, somewhere between 10 and 20 workouts, not 10 and 20 days, mm -hmm. 10 and 20 workouts. Mm -hmm. That's going to look different forever. If you're doing five days a week, you're going to, you know, feel better within a couple of weeks. If you're doing a day a week, it's Be going to take you a couple months <laughs> to feel you probably shouldn't be doing a day a week anyway. Right. But it's going to take a longer now uh, period of time for you to feel like you're getting back into the groove. What we want to stay away from is what we want to understand rather is that those first 10 workouts <clears throat> are going to feel like shit. Yeah. Nothing is going to feel good. Yep. Even after a week, I was gone for the honeymoon. Sure. You know, didn't work out, maybe once, <laughs> sat on the beach, had lots of drinks, a bunch of terrible food. That first week I came back, it was rough. I mean, I felt like I lost everything. Mm -hmm. Week number two, I felt like I was maybe 50%. And that, I mean, I was working out five days a week. Week three is when I finally started to get back in the groove. So it's understanding you're not going to come back from a pregnancy, a vacation, an injury, and hit it where you left off. That's just unrealistic. Mm -hmm give yourself those 10 to 20 workouts, how should you be focusing those workouts? Things that we should not be trying to do is PR, um, hitting it with the same level of like measuring our intensity the same way we did before, looking to do the workouts as RX. I like to think of it almost as kind of a, a checking the box mm -hmm. kind of a day. Like, hey, I got in there, I got some work done. I feel better than I did before I came in. Yep kind of a situation. Yep. You can never, you know, base your successes or failures off of like that first day when you come back. Hmm. One of the worst things is when somebody's been gone for a long time, they come back and they try to do their workout and they're like, man, I just, I, I couldn't do it as RX and I just, I feel like crap. Well, no shit. Yeah. You've been gone for a month. Yeah. You know, give it some time, man. Mm -hmm. it, it, it will come back, but just let's be realistic about it. Yep. Give it a little bit of time. So, you know, staying away from uh, having those really high expectations. Mm -hmm. It's expectation versus appreciation, right? When you have expectations, at some point in time, they're not going to get met. And now you've got some sort of pain. Yeah. 
like emotional pain, like, oh, I'm no good, this yep. is not worth it, as <clears throat> opposed to, hey, I'm just happy to be back in here. I'm happy right. to be able to use my body. Now you have that appreciation kind mm -hmm. of aspect for it. And it's really hard to have a bad day mm -hmm. when you're framing things through that lens. Right. Right. Cool. So injuries, kind of getting into specifics of how to on-ramp back. Yeah. So what we are currently in development with, and we'll, I guess we'll call it our beta, our beta test program with a few athletes, is what we're calling Fortitude Fix. 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 F-I-X. No <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> this is, we've noticed a kind of a hole in, you know, um, maybe our community, the marketplace, whatever, um, somewhere between PT, like physical therapy yep. and classes, like group classes. Yes. This is a way for us to now bridge that gap. Mm. So we're going to incorporate, you know, pieces and parts of that stuff. We're going to uh, focus more on kind of structural balance things and, and trying to really get you back. This is now your prescription for those 10 to 20 classes, yep. right? To, to kind of ramp yourself back into, into group class. Mm -hmm. The first thing that we're going to do is if you have to work around a certain movement for, we'll call it four workouts a week, whatever, we need to stop and we need to, we need to do something. Mm -hmm. Can you, you know, if, if pushing something up overhead is bothersome or, you know, it hurts in the front of your shoulder impingement zone, if that is painful, but uh, doing a push up is not, can we do, can we modify and do like pushing horizontal pushing the entire time? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's still a way that you can approach your fitness, but we want to prepare people to be badass human beings. So what happens when your grandkid wants you to pick them up and toss them over your head? Yeah. You, are you not going to do that? Because no, you want to do that yeah. stuff. So instead of working around all these um, pains, injuries, tweak, twinges, whatever they are, we're going to try to fix them. Sure. We can work around them forever. Mm -hmm. We can modify people till the day we die. Is that the best thing we can do for them? No. It's a good option. It's not the best we can do. To be sure. better, we're going to try to fix them. Yes. What does, uh, what's that look like? So that first week would look like removing any patterns um, that create pain. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, that, that pushing up overhead is the issue, we'll stick on the shoulder. If the pushing up overhead is the issue, we're going to take out all upper body for a week. Mm -hmm. Then we start to layer in, you know, uh, what we believe to be the, the safer movement patterns. Maybe we introduce some sort of horizontal pulling and pushing like a ring row or, you know, a dumbbell, a light dumbbell bench press. Mm -hmm. Then we move into the more compound multi-joint functional movements, the CrossFit stuff, right? The front squats, the deadlifts, um, things that are now going to require a greater range of motion out of the shoulder. Then we'll that's, layer in. That's already three weeks in. Yeah. We're not, yeah. So it's not, oh, hey, look, one week down, I feel good. Let's start going right back to it. Well, I, yes, exactly. The <laughs> thing is, is people, they go through these things, these <clears throat> cycles where they're like, hey, I'm going to take this time off. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to rest it. So they'll rest it for three days. They'll come in on the fourth day and they're like, my shoulder feels pretty good. Let's, Let's go, go with some kipping pull-ups. <laughs> and then they're like, dude, the next week, they're like, my shoulder's killing me. Yep. 
Been there, done that. Yep. Muscle ups, perfect example. Ring muscle ups, blow my shoulders up every mm -hmm. single time. And you know, when I was focused more heavily in doing competition training, my shoulders would hurt all the time. But hey, ring muscle ups showed up on the programming. Right. So did them anyway. Yep. Uh, the next day, could barely lift my arms up over my head. Mm -hmm. But that goes back into you know, what are your goals? What are your values? Right. What are we shooting for? Like we talked about last week. For 99% of the people in here, uh, their goal is to be that badass human being, the best version of themselves, look yep. better naked, maintain functionality and independence. Yes. That is the, that this is who we are trying to, this is the population we're trying to serve. Mm -hmm. So three weeks in is when we'll start introducing those, those bigger movements, the more compound, you know, um, the front rack position, that sort of stuff. After that, we'll start to layer in, you know, more, uh, more strict, uh, maybe some sort of pressing or pulling. Mm -hmm. And then the next two weeks, we'll assess after, after about that four-week per period. The next two weeks, then we'll start to look at, okay, what's our, what's our CrossFit programming look like today? Awesome. Today is going to be, uh, let's use Elizabeth, which will be cleans and ring dips. So for the average you know, athlete, the, that's going to take somewhere between five and 10 minutes, mm -hmm. we'll say. Okay, to do 21, 15, 9, uh, power cleans and ring dips. Now, for you, if we have to still make that modification, it doesn't make sense to stick with like a 21, 15, <clears throat> 9 if this is now going to take you, if we can't achieve the intensity stimulus, right? If this is now going to take you, you're, not, you're just not able to get there. It's now going to take, you know, 15 minutes or so um, to to do these two movements because you have to break after every two mm -hmm. reps of a ring dip, it just doesn't make sense. We're missing, we're missing like the relatively high intensity part of the CrossFit prescription. Mm -hmm. So it looks a little bit more like, you know, traditional bodybuilding or strength training stuff. We're going to focus on these next two weeks. Everything becomes a 15 to 20 minute AMRAP. We decrease intensity and we increase volume. Yep. So we have the ring dips and a power clean. We have an upper body push and a, a lower body pull. Mm -hmm. Cool. Why don't, okay, so the upper body pushing, yeah, I feel good with it. My shoulders are feeling a little bit better. Sweet. What if we were to do a single arm dumbbell kind of press? Um, we'll keep it light. We'll maybe now take this to 10 reps aside. Then as far as our lower body pull, instead of the, the dynamic jumping movement of the clean, let's work on some sort of a... Uh, maybe a deadlift, maybe it's a single leg deadlift. We're trying to provide that balance again. And then this now becomes, you know, uh, tempoed work yeah. where we're going to do, you know, sets of five, but it's going to take you five seconds to go down. And then I want you to hold in that setup position for five seconds. And then I want a five second pull off of the ground. This now becomes a way for you to, you know, still get a, a ton of good work, strength work, volume, still like be a part of the class. Yep but we are extending the time domain so that we can uh, get the volume piece that mm -hmm. we wouldn't get if we were to do something like a, you know, a two rounds for time right. kind of a situation. Right. We would like to have short duration, high intensity if possible. Mm -hmm. Because of your injury, that high intensity is not going to um, be appropriate. It's not gonna serve you. So let's take that intensity down and push up the volume. Make it longer, slower. Yeah.
after those six weeks, we now assess uh, if we have done our <clears throat> job correctly. And I think that what we will find is we've done a damn good job of it. Mm -hmm. You're able to now get yourself into class. Again, when you reintroduce into class, we are taking the same protocol that we're coming back from an injury. Those first 10 classes, <laughs> right? It's not like, hey, we did this six week, this six week uh, fix program. Let's and now, PR. yeah, let's go PR. <laughs> Let's go try to, uh, you know, uh, PR our friend time. You're right. Right? And, oh, I haven't done a kipping pull-up in, in six weeks, but I'm going to go and do a max effort on broken set. <laughs> Be intelligent about it. Yeah. This still looks like, you know, communicating with the coach. How should I scale this? What does this look like? Understanding that for those first 10 workouts, we're not worried about PRing or working to your max capacities. Mm -hmm. we're, we're coming back. After those 10 workouts, maybe you start to feel really, really good. And now we've taken, you know, six weeks, maybe we've taken six weeks off of this whole CrossFit thing mm -hmm. to now be able to do it for <clears throat> six years. Yeah. Because if people continue the way that they're going, if, if you have, you know, a shoulder issue that is just constantly nagging and bugging you, and that becomes a chronic issue every single day, you're going to stop doing this. Yeah. If it hurts to, you know, this whole CrossFit thing is to make people better, happier, healthier human beings. Mm -hmm. If you can't sleep <laughs> because your hip is bothering you, but you're still coming into workout four or five days a week and you're not communicating that with a coach. Right. What, what's the fucking point? Yeah. And at some point, like you said, you're going to stop. Sure. And now it becomes your excuse. Oh, my help, I just got a bad shoulder. I can't work out. Yep. And then you get fat and die. Sure. <laughs> but, I mean, instead of using that as your excuse to not go into the gym and not be healthy for outside of life, outside of the gym, let's get the problem fixed so you, we can continue to do, to what we do, do what we do in the gym, which is make you better outside of the gym. Yeah. Right? We talk about this all the time. We don't care if people are good at exercising. We don't want to get people better exercisers. We want to get people better at being a badass grandparent, a hiker, a skier, a kayaker, whatever they do outside of the gym. If you're hurt, you're not going to get there. Sure. So fix it. I think that was awesome. What else? Anything? I think that's going to be a wrap. Injuries. Opportunity to get better. Fix it. And we will move forward. Communicate with yes. me. Shoot me an email. Cody at CrossFitColdWater.com. Stop me in the gym. And uh, we'll get you enrolled in the FIX program. This is entirely free. This is, this is not a, uh, an add-on service. This is, I want to, you know, we got into this thing to help people. Yeah. I want to do that. Yep. So communicate with me. I will get you all set up in the FIX program. We'll rock and roll with it. I do envision, you know, I envision a handful of people being able to work through this together. Yeah. You can still come in during class time. Yes. You still come, if you're a 5 a.m. or awesome, still come in at 5 a.m. It's going to take you about an hour to go through the, the fixed protocol for the day. Mm -hmm. Just be under the understanding and be okay with the fact that you are not going to take part in class programming for a while. Mm -hmm. Now, that may look like four to six weeks. Sweet, dude. You can still come in, chat with everybody before and after. You're just doing your own thing. Yep. I'm going to have a, this whole thing uh, laid out. There'll be videos and links, too. You can ask coaches. We're going to get uh, – this is going to be an awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome thing. Yep. So I'm loving it. Agreed. All right, bro. That's it. That's it. Cody. Seth. Peace.